Podcast. Be excited about this. Like you can hear my excitement in my in my voice, right? This is why it's so powerful. And there's no time limit here. You're not judged for doing this slowly or quickly. Right? This is why we have multiple lives. This is why we have an ancestral line to just these options are here for you to go deeper. The final piece I'll say around these gifts is once you start to heal these elements and unlock your abilities through the ancestral line, you now become an example and a light for what is possible. Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Welcome, beautiful souls, to another episode of the Cosmic Love Antenna, another solo sode with me your host Harrison going deeply into a a topic and a way of empowering healing that you can step into today right now listening to this episode and after the episode to move through your deeper layers restricting health alignment and love so your beautiful loving connection can be the frequency that shares out into the cosmos and universe and today you found yourself on an episode part two, part two episode of Ancestral Healing, Becoming the Breaker of Chains, where I'm going to go into today some tools, some tools, some practices, some elements that you can start to implement into your life to heal and be that said breaker of chains. Before I get into it, though, just some just some foundation here, just some housekeeping as usual. I'm grateful, grateful that you're here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. If you're new to my voice, welcome to the Cosmic Love Tribe. If you are returning, I appreciate you. I love you very much. Thank you for supporting the show and being here as always. Remember that if you get some value out of the show today, if it really hits your heart, if it awakens some things inside of you, don't don't hold it just for yourself, right? Share it with your friends, your family members, your lovers that can get the same value, right? It also helps support and expand the show another way you can support the show is leaving your reviews and your feedback but if you've been getting a lot of value and, and insights out of these episodes week to week you can go over to apple and spotify and leave your feedback and reviews it really helps me with the show and it helps me to expand to more hearts that might need this frequency of love i would also encourage you to come over to the facebook tribe as well i have a cosmic love antenna Facebook group so you can join it and I do a lot of free coaching I drop some more insights and there's more tribe over there if you want to connect into that I would love to have you beautiful soul but with that I want to I want to now get into what is ahead in this episode but this foundation set I want to explain what we're going to talk about today I would encourage you to go back and listen to part one of ancestral healing if you haven't already this really sets the understanding of what of what ancestral healing is right from my perspective my experience and with that understanding you can now go into this episode to really take even more action right we know that the first step of healing is acceptance and awareness so just in that first part alone you had some little tips and tools but today we're really going to go all in we're going to talk about all things how the chakras can be used for ancestral healing certain affirmations the inner child dreams at night your spiritual senses different guides and a little bit more so strap in get excited and become that beautiful breaker of chains that you deserve to be before i get into my first tool here i want to share a beautiful review from the community from you, from you, the tribe, of how this show is impacting you. And this review is from the beautiful modern medicine lady. And modern medicine lady says, broadcasting love across the universe. I had the beautiful, distinct pleasure of having a chat with Harrison. And not only did I experience his deep consideration and listening, it felt like our minds and hearts were transmitting thoughts and ideas even before words were spoken. If you wish to download some sincere, light-filled medicine for your soul, the, this podcast will hit the spot. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the review. I appreciate it. And like I said, these, these testimonials really help this frequency of love reach more beautiful souls that need it. So 
received. And with that, let's get in to our show and get into our first little tool and and piece here for your ancestral healing journey. So the first tip and tool and practice I want to share with you to become that ancestral breaker of chains is using your energetic centers, your chakra centers. And I'm going to, to this throughout this episode today, I'm going to refer you to other episodes I've done on these specific little topics. I'm going to do a summary of each of them. But I would encourage you, if you haven't listened to each individual episode I've done on all of these, go back and listen to them, right? So for example, the chakra centers, I have two episodes, part one and part two, that'll give you more clarity. But to summarize it here today in regards to ancestral healing, the the chakra centers act in very in a few distinct ways. The the chakra centers act as portals and gateways to your ancestral and even past life, but let's just keep it to ancestral at the moment, your ancestral line, right? They open you up to the deeper layers of your being, right? They start to pull back and help you move through the onion layers, right? You've probably heard me speak about this before, but each center, they aren't just gateways of energy. They're gateways of energy that transcend time and space. So when you're looking to connect to your ancestral line, let's say you have a specific trauma in your past connected to you know, someone in your mother line or someone in your father line, the each portal and the theme of each trauma can be accessed through them. So I'd encourage you to start being creative. If you've noticed that, for example, there is a lot of guilt and shame around sexual abuse in your in your familial line, then one center that we can start to activate and tune into for some healing and opening and releasing is that sacral space. If you're noticing, if you've noticed that there is some ancestral wounds and chains and bondage around your expression of your voice, maybe connected to something happened to your grandfather or your grandmother, then what we can start to do now is tune into specifically that throat center, right? And, and pick that particular ancestor, bring them in, invite them in. I'm going to talk about that in a bit here with guides, but tune into that center specifically. Right? And the themes, that connect to it. Right, this is when I work with clients, for example, we go into a specific area and I activate that specific center. It brings up some ancestral elements, if that is the intention. It's because they are portals, they're gateways. The other really powerful piece of the chakra centers that I would encourage you to lean into with ancestral healing is that each center as a masculine and a feminine representation. Right, so if you're looking to connect to your mother line or your father line, then you can now get even more specific by connecting to the feminine representation of that center or the masculine representation of that center. And look at the energy and the resonance and the the pains and the challenges that are held in that field. We have different energy bodies and the energy bodies in my experience, they connect very heavily to the chakra centers. And one of our energy bodies that holds a lot of our ancestral wounds and challenges, and I talked about this in the first episode, right, is our, is our genetic body, is our, our genetic energy body. So we can start to tune into that within each chakra. And again, start to pull certain 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 pains, certain themes, certain challenges. And you can do this through meditation, through visualization, through specifically opening up that that chakra that you're focusing on. The last piece here with the centers, with the chakra centers, is each chakra like i mentioned before with the sacral and guilt and shame and expression to the throat they all have a particular theme and the reason that, that this is relevant is that you can continue to come back to each of them with new layers with new awareness right we know that this healing journey isn't linear and each each 
trauma, each pain, each lesson we move through, through our path, our journey in this lifetime, you know, there's going to be new, new levels, new devils, right? You've probably heard that before. But what, is, what stays consistent is these chakras. So you can keep coming back to them, right? There might be a new challenge, a, a new flavor, but the space in which you call home and you do the healing within is the same. So now you have consistency. And each time you focus in on each center, this becomes a muscle, a muscle of awareness, a muscle of familiarity that now you're building each time you do this work with a particular chakra space. All right, so I'll leave that one there with that topic. Again, I would recommend listen to the episodes to go deeper, but use these, use these powerful energy centers. I've seen a lot of shifts in my life in regards to them. Next up here is a beautiful, this one is very simple, but do not underestimate its, its power. <laughs> it's 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 ability to awaken and open deeper layers of ancestral healing for you and it's purely an affirmation it's an affirmation that i use with myself and i use people that come to see me again and it can really open the gateway to deeper levels of this ancestral understanding and this and being becoming the break of chains and the affirmation put simply is is this me or is this mine and I want to give a bit of context of how you would use this. So let's say that you are working with someone, maybe you're working with myself, or you're working with another practitioner, another energy healer, a Reiki healer, whoever it is that's tuning into you and you're looking to go deeper into another layer of ancestral healing. And let's say something comes up. If you feel a deep resistance and pain somewhere in the body, something that wants to get your awareness, and you bring your attention to it. If you listen to the first part of this this series, we know that awareness is a big part that is in this healing. It becomes a part of this healing. So you bring your awareness to that area of the body. Then what you can now do is apply this affirmation. Is this me or is this mine? And I would specifically hold in your awareness, your when you ask that question, your ancestral line. Right, because we can ask that question and also refer to people outside of us, right? People projecting energy. But I want you to hold, ask this intention from an ancestral lens, right? With your intention. So now what starts to happen is you give the space for your body to speak, right? For the innate awareness and intelligence inside of you to communicate what it is holding. So when you ask, is this me? Is this mine? You now open the portal, noticing a theme, <laughs> you, now, you now open the portal to allow for any of your ancestral wounds to now surface or any particular ancestor to surface or any particular memory or experience or, again, deeper layer of understanding to come up. If you want to go a little bit deeper with this, with this affirmation, what I would combine it with is the breath. Combine it with your powerful breath as you start to tune into the feeling in the body. So let's say you have some resistance in the chest. You ask the affirmation, maybe get, get a deeper level of reflection, maybe, maybe experience, maybe you see a vision. Then now what you can do is let's not just observe, let's start to heal and release. So you can use the breath and you can breathe in, breathe in some healing love. Focus the attention to that area and then breathe out any resistance, fear, anxiety, pain. I would encourage you to specifically vision, envision the love coming in though. Right? Because love is not just inside of you. The healing love is not just inside, it's outside. Right? You are in a field of love. So when you're connecting to this wound with this affirmation, you're breathing in the healing love and directing it to what is needed. So when you combine this affirmation with the breath, now what you are doing is it's like a one-two punch. You're opening the door, you're opening the gateway, and you're now giving the answer and the solution. 
this affirmation you can use in multiple different contexts as you as you would imagine. That's a don't just feel like you need to use it in deep meditation or reflection or in a healing with with a with a practitioner. You can also use it throughout your day, right? Throughout your let's say you have some interactions with your your living ancestors, your family. You notice some things moving through you. This is what I said before. You can now start to use this affirmation to distinguish which ancestral energy is moving through you or being activated or being triggered in situations that you are stepping into. So I hope that resonates. So we'll, let me add one more thing to this. When you, and I'm going to speak a little bit about this in a bit here, another uh, tool and tip, but I just want to, when you say this affirmation and you're connecting into a particular area of the body and a feeling and a pain, be open to your clairvoyance being activating as well, being activated as well. Because usually what can happen is visions and experiences and past events. Because remember, there is no past or future. They are always unfolding, folding onto each other. So one of the ways we access that is through our spiritual sense of clairvoyance, seeing beyond the spiritual, seeing beyond the physical with the spiritual. So if you are clairvoyant already, beautiful. Be, be prepared that this sense will probably be activated with this process. If you are yet to activate this ability, then open yourself to it. Don't limit yourself. Uh, this could be, again, another one-two punch here of doing the healing work, but also starting to activate one of your beautiful senses as well. All right, let's keep it flowing. Next up here, the next powerful tool and, and, and practice you can start to use for ancestral healing to start implementing it and to start becoming that breaker of chains that you deserve to be is the inner child and this beautiful little process this beautiful being and energetic relationship you have is probably one of my favorite topics to speak about and again i would encourage you to go listen to the episodes i've done on the inner child specifically to get some deeper layers of this tool but i'm going to start this this little tip here with a little story, a little share. And I had a a client and a beautiful soul I was working with a few months ago. And and she's probably listening to this episode. So if you are, I, please connect into this story and my reflection of this. You've heard me share it before, my friend. But I, the story that I want to share is the experience that this being went through. We were in a deep activation. And we were connecting into some ancestral healing and some desires to heal some chains and some wounds in her ancestral line. And we were connecting in, opening up. And the desire was to connect to a, a being on her father line. And that that being came in, but he did not come in as himself. He came in as his beautiful inner child. He came in as the version of himself, as a, I forget the age, but a very young child, a very young boy. And in that moment, the beautiful soul that I was working with had a release and was able to move through a lot of the pain and the challenges and the tension that was, was being held between these two entities, two beings, because the innate love and compassion and joy of the of the of the being in the father line was coming through. You know, beyond beyond the resistance, beyond the suffering, beyond the the pain, right? The love shone shined through. And the reason I share this little story is that this is really the beautiful connection that we can start to to lean on and use within inner child healing and ancestral healing what the inner child represents in many ways is our pleasure our joy our creativity our fun our unconditional love our ecstasy 
you know, all of these beautiful childlike experiences. And when you're looking to do ancestral healing, this is the frequency that you want to be in when you're doing, you're becoming the breaker of chains. I would highly recommend people look into the work of David R. Hawkins and his books, Power Versus Force and the, and the, and the Power of Letting Go. And he explains about the map of consciousness. And without going on, on off into a deep, uh, deep dive of what this is, put simply, he explained how different emotions have a frequency and a weight to them. And the heavier emotions of guilt and shame, they, they hold the heavy in our soul and our being. Guilt, guilt, shame, even anger. It's not as as heavy, but it's still low. But then when we start to raise up the frequency to higher emotions of love, compassion, joy, pleasure, bliss, these raise our frequency. And when we raise our frequency, we heal, we let go, we move on. So the inner child is a a space and place in which we can lean into to raise our frequency, to, to let go and break the chains that bind us from an ancestral lens. What's also important to understand is our ancestral wounds, they, they are passed on to us, right? That is what we're talking about here today. Right? The, what is left undone by the parents is passed on to the children. But a lot of our ancestral wounds, so let's let's use my dad or my mom as an example, a lot of their wounds that they pass on to me, they've experienced in their childhood. Right? So by me doing inner child work now from this ancestral lens, I'm also opening a space for their inner child to come in so we can heal together through the ancestral line. Right? You're in a child. And your mother, your fathers, your grandmother, your grandfathers, you know, however far you want to go back, they're intertwined. And usually the, the thing that's stopping that from coming through is your free will, is your power of choice, right? is your ability to invite these little beings in. So what I would encourage you to do is that if you already have an inner child practice from some of the episodes I've talked about or you've heard me speak about this topic before, I would now encourage you to combine these two modalities, if you want to call them that. Right? And when you're doing an inner child letter or when you're connecting to your voice and expression through your inner child and meeting your inner child's needs, do these things, but now invite your mom's inner child or your dad's inner child or your, the ancestor that you're looking to connect to. Because it is this energy and spirit of them that now awakens deep spaces of healing in both of you. Right? And remember, this, this, this illusion of time passing through the ancestral line is truly that. So who's to say that there is not something that, that each of these ancestors in a child's children are waiting to share with you from eons? from tens, hundreds, you know, depending on how far you go back, thousands of years ago, that are still inside of you waiting, ready. So invite and be open. Don't put expectations, but just be open to something coming through. That beautiful experience with that soul I worked with. Who knows what will come through, what release you will have. So I'll land, I'll land that one there, but again, this one's a big one in itself. If you do anything today, I hope you try out multiple things with these little tips. But that one with the inner child, I've seen a lot of shifts through the ancestral lens, both in myself and people have been able to guide and support. All right, next up here, another big one, another big realm to dive into within now within this ancestral perspective. This healing tool with ancestral healing is your dream state. It is the space you go to at night when you put your head on the pillow and you go to sleep. And this, the dream world, is 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 multi-layered, 
multifaceted and multidimensional, multi-purposeful in all of its different ways to help you heal. And again, just another reminder, if you're new to this topic, go back and listen to my dream episode, my lucid dreaming episode. It'll give you more uh, context and understanding, but I'm going to hit some different layers here, summarize some different layers in which dreams can connect us to our ancestral healing. And the first realm of dream state and ancestral healing is visitation dreams. And this this perspective, this layer of dreams, I feel is probably one of the most profound. And it's the understanding that our dream state at night is one of the areas in which our spiritual being, our spiritual body is most active, our soul body is most active. So with that understanding, we can now see that our dream state is accessible and open to a lot of our spiritual nature. And part of that spiritual nature is our connection to ancestors, connection to relatives from our ancestral line. So what I'm saying here is be open to the visiting and the visitation of said ancestors that you're looking to help heal within your ancestral line that are showing up in your life into your dreams. Right. So let's say that uh, I have a, this was a very real one for me. I have an ancestor that lived during the, the Salem witch trials, or I have an ancestor that lived during Atlantis, or I had an ancestor that lived during, you know, galactic and, and, and universal sort of wars. Then what I can now do in the dream state, I can set intentions before I go to bed to invite that ancestor in for guidance around particular wounds within those eras and times that are that are showing up now in my life through the ancestral line and to ask them for support and guidance and understanding around the wound. Right, remember, much like we we're just talking about with the inner child, these visitations, these guides, these ancestors, they're ready to go. They want you to heal as much as as you want to heal, right? They want these wounds and these pains and these chains to be broken so they can be free. Maybe many, maybe a few or many of these ancestors are maybe stuck in a fourth dimensional reality and they can't ascend due to one of these chains. And now you are the answer. So they can, when you are, when you put the invitation out there, you're now allowing them to come in to be of guidance, to help. So start <laughs> if you feel called and be open to things coming through. I would also connect this to actual memories. So you, they might come in with a memory that gives you more context on a particular pain and thus gives you actions to take, gives you, gives you directions to move through. Can't tell you how many times People come to me and ask, where do I start? What's the step that needs to be taken? How do I know this is for me? How do I know that this is something I can look into? Well, you can answer that question by asking these guides to come in and tell you <laughs> and, and, and live and relive and experience the dream state of past life memory. Another way that we can use the dreams to connect to ancestral healing is through lucid activation, right? becoming lucid in the dream state. Right, again, I'd go listen to the episode for a deep dive into this topic specifically. But when we become lucid, and I would define lucid dreaming as becoming aware in the dream, coming conscious that you're dreaming. So then you can awaken in the dream state and now and now control the flow. Right. You don't create the dreams, right? The analogy I always use, right? When you are in the dream state, you are the, the <clears throat> you are the passenger in the ship that is moving in the ocean, right? When you become lucid, you now become the sailor of the ship. So you direct the ship moving through the ocean, but you aren't the ocean. But when you become lucid, now what you can do is be that sailor of the ship and direct your movement throughout the dream state in a more conscious way. So if you pair this with ancestral healing and an intention to open up to different layers, 
now what you can do is if you have a particular intention and ancestral wound that you want to hit on, then you can now ask for this and direct yourself and invite dream figures in. And, you know, many of the possibilities are almost endless. Finally, within that lucid dream activation, what you could also do, and this is something I'm yet to achieve and it's on my bucket list and something within my spiritual process I'm really trying to get to. And I would encourage you to try this if you are a few steps ahead of me here, is meditating, meditating in the dream state. So dreaming, becoming lucid in the dream, controlling, so moving throughout conscious awareness of the dream. And then within that conscious awareness, just deciding to drop into a meditation within the dream state. The reason that this is important to ancestral healing is I just we just spent a bit of time here talking about the chakra centers and the inner child. When you are in the dream state, your connection to your spiritual source and your spiritual divinity is is amplified. So when you meditate in the dream, you're you're stacking this amplification on top of this amplification. So if you drop into a meditation in the dream state when you become lucid, and let's say within that meditation while you're dreaming, you now focus in on your throat chakra, well, you're going to get, let's just say, a lot more clarity and deepness to what comes through if you're looking to target an ancestral wound or trauma. So again, there are a lot of layers here, but I would encourage you to take one step and wherever you are on this journey, I know many of you listening, you're at, you're at different levels. But just take a step from the level you're at and, and go deeper to be the breaker of chains that you deserve to be. All right, let's keep it flowing. And this one goes off exactly what I was just talking about before with the dream state and, and meditating in the dream state. You don't have to be dreaming to meditate <laughs> so the the tip and the practice here is the act of deep meditation and i share this because this can be the one of the easiest ones to connect into for you and if you are a active meditator in general then this is going to be easy for you to start doing right adding in the ancestral lens your ancestral intentions your ancestral chains Right, when we start to go inside of ourselves within a state of deep meditation, we now allow our internal frequency, our internal intelligence and knowledge to speak. Right, that same internal knowledge and perspective that is waiting to speak. So just setting up a space in which we can be quiet for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes, however long, longer the better in my experience, but whatever it is, this allows for things to bubble up. I would encourage you to also try and do these kinds of deep meditations through the ancestral healing with someone, right? This is really what I specialize in. So if you're working with me, I create that container for you to journey deep inside of yourself to awaken some of these chains and these lessons and these things you need to move through, through the act of meditation, bringing in many of the things we've already talked about thus far, the inner child, the chakras, the dream state, etc. Because when we can do it with someone else, now you're sort of releasing and letting go of expectations. You're letting someone else control the flow and set the intention of the space so you can just let go and release. And within that release and that divine feminine, you allow for what needs to bubble up to bubble up. I would also assert here that when we go into meditation, we allow for the observer to the observer effect to take place. And what I mean by that is it's so easy for us. A lot of our ancestral pain and challenges the reason that they persist is that we're getting stuck in either our thoughts or our emotions or our beliefs or these elements that have been passed on ancestrally, right? We're, we're stuck within the chains. When we go into meditation and we become the observer of those chains, we now detach. 
we now see our choice and our ability to pick a reality that is different. We learn to differentiate between choices being made from our ego and choices being made from our spirit and our soul. Right, And this is applicable to any kind of healing, but within ancestral healing, this can really help us draw a line in the sand and to help us see where something is hindering and holding us back. It is often the ego, and I, and I always want to be careful with my words when I mention the ego, the ego is a channel of self-expression and individuality. It is not inherently bad or good. So we don't want to kill it, destroy it, but we do want to see what its, what its application is and how it might be restricting our expression. So when we go into a state of deep meditation, <clears throat> we're able to have these conversations with ourselves. So how you can start this practice, again, is five to ten minutes, focusing on the breath, coming, seeing your thoughts. We're not here to stop the thoughts, we're not here to turn off the thoughts, but we are here to detach from them. Focusing on the breath, maybe focusing on a mantra, setting an intention through the ancestral healing perspective, and then allowing for things to bubble up. And realizing that if you set an intention around ancestral healing, you go into meditation and nothing occurs, that is your answer. It's so easy for us to go into meditation expecting something and then not getting anything and then feeling like that is something that we've done wrong. But remember, not doing, not giving, not answering is still a step to take. So release expectations, open up to intention, and allow for your highest expression to move through you in these deep states of meditation. All right, let's keep it flowing. A couple more here before we finish with ancestral healing. I hope this is resonating with you, beautiful souls. Remember, when you listen to these episodes, as always, remember to listen, not just with your thinking mind, with that ego that we're just talking about, but also feel these tips and tools. Right, Your ancestral healing can be happening in this podcast. Right, It could be happening right now as you're listening to me. Right, Your body is speaking and it might be resonating more with some of these tips than others. So listen to them right, and take action on these tips today. Don't just listen, but move and take inspired action and steps to take with this. All right. So the next tip here is working with guides and your support team. So I've mentioned this briefly and a couple other tips, but let's get specific here today. And remember that your ancestors that you're connecting into that are probably already a part of your spirit team, your support team, they want you to heal these chains and these wounds as badly as you want to heal them. <laughs> I always refer to a lot of the studies they're now doing in the field of parapsychology through uh, clairvoyance that can see guides when they show up. And they've shown that when they're, when they're observing a particular person, these clairvoyants are observing them and, this, and they're looking at them in two states, a state of non-pain where they're just sort of relaxed and then in a state of pain where a chain, a, a chain and a trauma and a challenge comes up for them to move through. The, clairvoy the clairvoyants observed that their support team was more active at the points of pain the points of challenge, the points of tension. What does this, what does this mean? What does this, what does this represent? Well, what this represents is that your support team, your spirit team, they're ready to go. And they, when you move through, when you're triggered in a relationship or you have an ancestral wound come up within your family or you see something, a, a money limitation or a pain in your body that's, that's, that's ancestrally linked or at the moment of activation of these throughout your life and day-to-day -day experience, your, your ancestors come in in those moments and are ready, ready to go. What is the thing that's waiting that is stopping them from giving you more guidance? Well, it's you. It's your free will. It's your choice. So what you can start doing with this tip is inviting them in. Right? Using your intention to ask them for support. Ancestors, what is the guidance I am that is needed in this moment for my highest good? 
maybe a particular, you've already connected to one, great-grandfather, how can I move through this particular chain? Great-grandmother, how do I release this, this inability to express my voice? And as always, be open and allow guidance to come through. Within the dream state and the visitation dreams, remember, that I, that I talked about before, this, they could also come in in the dream state. So if you're in the waking world and you ask and nothing happens, be also open that that, that, that same, that answer is answered, that question is answered in that dream, in your dreams that night too. Right? So you're starting to see how these, all, all these little elements connect. So lean in with these guides and remember that they want this just as much as you. As I said that, I got goosebumps. So my, uh, my guides, my team is validating that in itself. All right. The next one here, before we finish in terms of tips and tools for your ancestral healing is your awakening of your spiritual senses. And what I'm going to say here is go back to listen to my episode with the beautiful Lisanne. We talked about shamanic amplification and some of your clear senses. And the reason I throw in this tip here is that some of you listening have maybe activated some of your clear senses, your spiritual senses already. Some of you are yet to awaken to your gifts. But I want to throw this in within ancestral healing to help you realize that there is a sort of feedback loop here that's going on. Many of your ancestral chains and traumas are withholding your gifts, right? They are, they are on top of your gifts from expressing. For example, I talked about the witch trials and Atlantis before. If you, were if you were persecuted in the witch trials for your abilities, for your magic, for your power, then you're obviously going to have a lot of trauma on top of that, that needs to be worked through, number one. But two, that trauma is on top of that gift that you were expressing at that time that deserves to be now acknowledged and channeled through you. So I add this in because this is an extra layer that we can see with ancestral healing. I want you to use ancestral healing not just to heal for the sake of healing. I want you to use ancestral healing to unlock the gifts that you deserve to share with the world. Right. And once you unlock those gifts, you can then use those gifts to go deeper into more of your healing if you decide to do so. Right. What was I ex explaining before around the, your guides with clairvoyance? And I was also talking about clairvoyance helping you go deeper into your affirmations, right? Asking about particular areas of the body. Each gift that you unlock through your ancestral healing then becomes another way for you to go deeper if you choose to. Right, your clairvoyance, your clairaudience, your clairsentience, your clairgustus, your all of them, your ability to channel, all of them help you see more of yourself. And if you can see more of yourself, you can see deeper layers of these ancestral chains that deserve to be broken. So be excited about this. Like you can hear my excitement in my in my voice. Right, this is why it's so powerful. Is that and there's no time limit here. You're not judged for doing this slowly or quickly. Right? This is why we have multiple lives. This is why we have an ancestral line to just, these options are here for you to go deeper. The final piece I'll say around these gifts is once you start to heal these elements and unlock your abilities through the ancestral line, you now become an example and a light for what is possible. So others can see, maybe even others in your familial line you become an example of what is possible and you become a beacon and a light in the darkness that many of us can sometimes get lost in when, especially when we're talking about this ancestral type of healing. All right. One more little thing here I'm going to share before we wrap up. And this is a couple of tips in one that I just want to end with that are very practical. You know, all of those tips that we've, all of those little uh, pieces of guidance I've shared today, they're all practical in their own ways. But the, these last few here are things that you can just start to do if you're not dreaming, if you're not meditating, if you're not connecting to your guides, if you're not connecting to your senses, your chakras, your inner child. If none of the things have resonated, 
<laughs> which is very highly unlikely, but let's say none of the things have resonated. Well, this, these, these steps that you can take. Okay, so when you're ancestral, when you're connecting into your ancestral healing, I'm going to give I'm going to give four four steps that you can take. Okay, so the first step is boundaries. Boundaries are important because often our ancestral wounds are triggered with our living family members. Right? When we go spend time with them, when you spend time with your dad or your mum or your sister or your brother, these wounds are usually activated. So when we put up boundaries, either when we're with those people or when we take a step back to leave them, we now allow room to heal. So healthy boundaries are very important. Second step here is to make the active choice to go within. Right, We spend so much of our lives externalizing the self, going outside of ourselves, mostly unconsciously. There's so many things to be distracted by in the external world. But to do this healing, it is really an internal job. So we need to make a choice to go in. Within, and many of the practices today I've shared are ways that you can do that. Third step is giving yourself grace, giving yourself patience, and taking one step at a time. Just like we can get lost in becoming the superhero for other people, we can get lost in becoming the superhero for ourselves. The only step you need to take is the one that's right in front of you. So remember that. Right? You don't need to do all the things I've talked about here today. You just need to do one and then implement another step and then another step after that. And then finally, the last little quick tip here to wrap up this whole conversation is realize you do not have to do this alone. Right? Why are you listening to this podcast? You're listening to this podcast because you know you resonate to my voice and my frequency, but there's a part of you that realizes that you're not alone in this. So if any of this is challenging, the ancestral healing that we've talked about, realize that you don't have to do it alone. Right? Whether it's reaching out to someone like me for support, for guidance, coaching, whether it's a friend, a family member, a doctor, a therapist, a practitioner, whoever it is, remember that there is support waiting. Just like your guides and your ancestors are waiting for you to ask, there are people that are in the physical form here right now that are waiting for you to ask. So lean into that. And remember, beautiful soul, that you've never been alone. You are in a universe of life. You are in a universe where you are surrounded by beautiful reflections of yourself, waiting to experience love with love. I don't know about all of you, but I'm feeling <laughs> energized from this episode today. I hope you are too. I hope it gave you some guidance and some insights today. Remember, don't just listen. Don't just connect with your heart, but take action on one thing today, just one, right? And then another one if, after that, if you decide, but take action and see how you go. And then let me know, right? I'm always open to hearing your beautiful progress through thoughts, questions, and comments on Instagram, on Clubhouse, on Facebook, newsletter, on in reviews, wherever it is. Just let me know. Love to hear how this impacts you what shifts, what changes, what steps you've taken, and all of it. Right, This is really how you start to heal, and you deserve that healing. If you would like to expand this conversation, remember that you can leave your reviews of what you gained from today right, over on Apple and Spotify. That not only helps expand the show, but I would love to hear in those reviews really what shifted what changed right that's another way you can share your feedback right and then other people see that feedback and like oh i can do this too right so you become a beacon just by that review process share this episode to your friends and family members that can use this kind of healing and i'd love to i'd love to have you over on the facebook group right where i share some other resources and coaching and opportunities to go deeper into this kind of work right and remember that that support that support from me is there for you if you decide to take it. I recently launched a group coaching container of lovely ladies doing this work through me in a container, a tribe, right, where we go deeply into these ancestral elements in a child together as a tribe with me facilitating, taking you deeply into a lot of the things we've talked about here today with dreams and, and deep activations with your guides, with your again, with your inner child, so you can tune into the healing that you deserve. So if you're looking to join that 
also reach out to me, join the Facebook, send me a message on social, wherever you feel called, and we can have a chat about what that looks like. But with that, beautiful souls, I'll leave you here with this. I'm wishing you a wonderful evening, morning, and night, wherever you are in the world. Sending you love, sending you light, sending you healing frequency so you can become that breaker of change that you deserve to be. And until next time, here on the Cosmic Love Antenna, I'll talk to you very soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid.